Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Talking Movies, Pictures, yeah, Movie Show. A show. show about movies and about pictures and Podcast. about talking. And maybe even a show a little bit about me and you, Tim. And it's a bit about love and friendship and happiness. Well, I thought we were friends, but then when I said your name so that people know yep. what you're called, you yeah. didn't go, yes, Andy. Andy and Andy Price. Thank you. It's here. And, and his uh, surname is Goodings because you said my surname. So Price. I wanna... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so oh. Tim Price and Andy Goodings. That's what back on the. Sh- no, that's wrong, isn't it? Yeah, talking mixes. Mix- oh God, talking about- and so what? What have play you been the doing? theme tune? Um, yeah, so we're we're back for another great episode of our movies podcast. Um, we're just glad that everyone's still loving it, you know, because we wouldn't do it if people didn't just love it. Yeah, we wouldn't do it if they didn't constantly tweet yeah. at us and say more of this, more of the same. We don't, we, we wouldn't do it if I hadn't already tried and failed fifteen hobbies already this year, and I just have nothing better to do oh. with my life but to sit in a room and talk to you. Please elaborate. What hobbies? Um, curling. Okay, and you Both failed hair and the sport. Yeah, good windsurfing no i want to know how you failed though i want to know what that means to fail to not be able to curl hair i didn't fail uh at them i curled my hair expertly right. uh, but then i failed to do it again uh thus you know facilitating so the idea a of a hobby because no, you no, just no, did absolutely. it as a one-off right okay. yeah what um, about you what have you been doing i've been learning how to do a two by two by two rubik's cube go on uh it's really easy I mean, it's like three turns and it's done. So that I, again, I can't count that as a hobby because it took me, you know, ten minutes. So as we say, listeners, we really have nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, is this, yeah, this is a hobby, then I suppose, isn't it? This is our hobby. Yeah. Well, if it's only fun for us and no one else, then I guess that's a hobby. TV. TV. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Eating. Travel. Movies. Commuting. Good sense of humor. G S O H. No, no time wasters. <laughs> Big dicks only. DTF is my hobby. Nah, but movies and stuff. So, um, what's Absolutely. new in m- Movies Land? Oh, I'll tell you what's new in Movies Land. Tim, I, I only went and bloody watched one this week. Good. That and it, time. It, it riled me right up. Yep. Have you ever been riled? Uh, yes. 
Well, don't tell me about it now because I'm telling you about me. Don't make this about you. Okay, okay. I really shouldn't draw focus. Carry on. I saw Taken 3 this week, Tim. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Yeah. The Liam Neeson film, yeah. Third one. Did you know that? Trilogy. Do you know it was the third one? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I feel like they should have made, you know, more of an effort to let me know that there was two beforehand because I went into it. I was like, why is everyone talking to each other as if they all know each other? Where's the character development? I'm who who is this person? Yeah. How am I they're referring to events that happened in the past? I was like, that's fine. Movies take place in a period of time. Yeah. But you need to expertly craft it so that the viewer is aware of, okay. of, of how it all fits together. And, you, and then sorry, I find you, out you weren't tipped off by that by the fact that not, it's got a number three in the title. Not in advance, no. And I went okay. back and I looked it up and found out. It says, Taken 3 is the third in a series of Taken movies with both one and two coming before it. So it's not even just one movie, Tim, it's two. Yeah. And I am franchise. livid. And do you know what I think? In these situations, mm-hmm. uh, I think the lead actors need to take responsibility for this. And mm. and to be honest, he, he just made me insane. Like, Liam Neeson needs to stand up and go, look, Wait, guys. So he, did you, was it really upsetting? It was You really hated it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's just I, I just didn't I couldn't enjoy it. So uh, so you're you're pissed off is what you're saying. You're you're upset that this is this bad things happened to you. I'm actually really upset, Tim. I think I might be close to tears. Okay. Um, you know me, Tim. I don't like to make a fuss. I don't I don't like what's happened here. I don't like that that Liam Neeson has uh, made this shit film made you feel bad. Thank you, Tim. Um, and I I think I might need to. Do something about this, maybe. What, like, write to your MP? No, I think something more direct, more physical. More Go visit your MP. More real. At their house. No, I think, I think, I think Liam Neeson, well, actually not even just Liam, just any, any white man, any white movie man, oh, I don't goodness. care who, because he Whoa. is one, and just any one of them needs to be taken to task for this. Taken? This... Thrice Tim, upon you, his are you, head. Are you, are you sure about this? Listen, Seems... I'm defending your honour. And I, I appreciate that, Tim. But do, is, do you not you know, think that I don't maybe... care if I just um all of a sudden incensed and prejudiced against anyone that looks like him. Uh, all aging white men. All of them. Kevin Especially Costner. If got a bit of an accent. Bruce Willis. Whatever. I'll take them all down. What I mean, where, what are you going to do? How I'll are you going to? How are you going to find them? I'll just, you know what? I'll just get a cudgel, and I'll just go out to the Hollywood Hills and just go to to oh. LA, and I'll just storm around, hoping to find an Tim, aging you, white actor. And I mean, are you? Sure, this is troubling to God. Are you, are you sure? You just, what? You're just going to go to a neighbourhood where you know they might have where they to be their sort and, of and they might hang out and be, Tim. and I just hope to God I find one. What do you think will happen if you? Where to find an I'd, aging white man who's in movies? You know what? I'll tell him. I'll tell him off. Ah, I'll tell him right off, and I'll I'll find out the name of their agent, and I'll give him a good ringing up, and I'll say, "Bad agent, <laughs> bad agent, bad agent." Take what more. If the, um, take fifteen percent. Take twenty percent. What, what if the agent is an aging white man? Because he works in the movie industry, what what would you do? Would you tell well him of then, it? Well, then, double, double jeopardy. Can't be tried for the same crime twice, <laughs> so I let him off, I suppose. Yeah, 
It's only one. It's only Liam Neeson's only one man. I should only get revenge on one man. I mean, that's insane. I can't do it to all yeah, of That's true. That's true. Well, Tim, um, I mean, I, I feel like I've learned something about yeah. you today. I'll let you know how that goes next time. Please do. Anything else awful happened? It's funny you should mention that, actually, Tim. I did see the new Aladdin trailer. Why, why, why does that make you think of the Aladdin trailer when I say awful? You really don't know who I am. Genie, wishes, lamp, none of that ringing a bell. The thing about the Aladdin trailer... Because I've seen it, Andy, and I loved it, so I don't know why you're having a go at this. Well, let me talk... Let me, okay, all right. Well, let me explain my reasons, Tim. Because yeah. actually, I have seen it, and yeah. I think it's awful. Okay. Um, Interesting. So I Conflict. I, I don't know if you've seen it or... Uh... Uh, I, I just... Well, you do know because I've just told you that I have seen it and I loved it. Yeah, well, I've actually seen it as well. So okay, well... I think it's awful. I guess it's a, it's a draw then, isn't it? Why do you hate it? Well, the thing I is, love, Tim... I love it, Andy. The because... thing is, Tim, I actually, I actually didn't love it. So okay. I don't know if you've seen it, but... <laughs> it... <laughs> If you haven't yet, you should, because it's listen, not good. Andy, I listen, I need to tell you that I liked this trailer, okay? How and can you like it if you haven't look, even seen it, Tim? I don't know if you've seen it, mate, but I think it's great. Look, I, t- I specifically I told think... you, Tim, I've seen the trailer, and I thought it was awful. What? How have you thought it was awful? Well, I'm, listen, okay, so, I'm so happy so, that at long right. last, look, Tim, I, I will can tell watch you. Disney movies because I refuse to watch cartoon movies. Because I will listen, tell you, the only reason they're remaking these movies right. is live action. Tim, have you there must even be seen so, this trailer? There must be so many people out there that are incapable of watching animation, and therefore they need to remake them as live action to make them more accessible. So that's where we disagree, isn't it? Because I actually physically can't watch anything that isn't animated, and that's why I really struggled with this. Because the problem with this trailer, Tim, is Big Will, Fresh Prince, Big Willie style, yeah. is actually real. What I want from my movies is a 2D animation voiced by Robin Williams. And we can never forget it because he's so tied to the role, Tim. I, and I don't know we if you We need to let his legacy not. go. I think we should remake every single Robin Williams role. I think we should remake Mrs. Doubtfire, Will Smith again. I'm just saying I'm, I'm loving what Disney are doing. I think they should remake Patch Adams. With oh, Will Smith. I think they should remake Flubber with Will Smith. And I think they should remake that one where he plays a gay guy. Next you'll be telling me they should remake Jack, but just call it Will. Well, I don't think that works because Robin Williams' real name is not Jack. Yeah, for all you know. I think they'll just call it Jack. Um but the weird thing is that that is actually the opposite of what Will Smith does, is that he ages very slowly, whereas Jack is aging very quickly. And wouldn't that be a struggle for the role? Well, I mean, as we can role? see from the Aladdin trailer, I don't think Will Smith is up for that challenge. Why not? What's your problem with it? Have you seen his arms, Tim? None of that ringing a bell. Have you Listen, seen him? Will I mean, Smith, I'm not sure if you've seen Will the trailer, Smith so I don't know if is, you've seen his arms. Will Smith is famous for his rubbery arms, okay? You cannot say that in every other film he is in, his arms are not waving around like a stretch Armstrong, okay? Look, that's why I concur that the only role move. that he can redo of Robin Williams is Flubber because of his rubbery arms, but I'm not having him be Aladdin. He's not Aladdin! He is. <laughs> Look at him. He's in it. That's what the film's called. That's what it is. I'm it very not, familiar listen, with this film, I'll, Tim. It doesn't look like he's been face swapped on a cheap iPhone, okay? It looks really good. Look, I just don't think they should have made Aladdin blue. I think you're a bit confused, mate. Who plays I'll, the monkey? How dare you? 
Andy Circus. Well, I mean, it? it's probably it's got to be Andy Circus. Got to be Andy Circus. Circus. <laughs> circus monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good then. Well, I believe this is the kind of debate that the listeners tune in for, so I'm, I'm pleased we were able to provide that. But I think maybe next time, if we're going to debate a trailer, you should have at least taken the time to see it. Too. Is Blue a race? Or, like, is he allowed to play a blue guy? Uh, you know what, actually? No. Have the interview? Yeah, why not? I'll tell, I'll tell you one thing, Tim. I'll tell you one thing, Tim. It's, mm. it's you know, like, I'm, I'm sick of just like you know wailing on these films. There's so many shit films out there. This is why the next segment is my favorite because we actually get to talk to proper actors. Yeah, and this yeah. is kind of the the front half of this podcast where we talk about new films coming out and maybe review a trailer, maybe talk about mm. some news, maybe get angry at Liam Neeson, whatever. That's the mm. kind of light oh. entertainment. That's the take a break. That's the heat. That's the you know all that kind of shit. Uh, but the next bit is just, you know, it's inside the actor's studio. Right. It's but a it's really a good documentary studio. about acting. Yeah. Inside it's, the podcast studio. It's like another even better documentary about acting. Right. It's another, yeah, it's like, it's like a documentary, isn't it? It's like we, but there's less murder than most of them. Well, but, of course. And it's just a chat. Yeah. So, it, yeah. So it's not a documentary, is what you're yeah. saying. It's a chat. It's a chat, but it's a really good chat. Although, speaking of really good chats, mm. um, I can't stay for this one, I'm afraid. Ooh, why is that? Um, I am... Um, it's, it's a little embarrassing, actually, Tim. It's a little embarrassing. That's okay. Um, well, you know when you... Oh, I don't really know how to word it, but... Okay. Do you know when you... Let me write it down. Well, do you know when you, like... Around just you know, I guess just after lunch. Yeah. Um, Can't swim. Had, Don't well, go swimming. The thing, no, the thing is, I could have gone swimming because I only had soup for lunch. You know, when you just have soup well, for lunch, and then just after lunch, you're like, I kind of want a second lunch. Hungry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what I did was it. I made a little sandwich, yeah. uh, a ham sandwich, um, and yeah. I made it and I put it in front of me, and then I was just like. No, no, I can't. I, like, I felt too guilty. I was like, I yeah, can't. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. you know, we, we might be out of January, but, you know, I'm trying sure. to hold on a bit longer. Trying trying to to, down, yeah. yeah, so I was just like, I can't eat this. So I just left it on the side. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm doing a pod with Tim in a bit. That's but then, okay, yeah, great. The problem is... It's not embarrassing so far, mate. I, I mean, can see out the corner of my corner of my eye that, yeah. you know, when you leave a ham sandwich out for a little bit too long, like the, the, well, the ends of the ham, like, go a darker pink and start dark. curling a bit. And I can see it happening. I can actually see it happening now in real time i can actually see it happening so i'm that's afraid i'm gonna have ham. to go that's and eat that sandwich ham. so so you're just gonna go and eat, eat a ham sandwich yeah so if i could leave you to the interview that'd be lovely no and, that's um, fine and I'll, I'll see you see you next next time yeah and eat your eat your 40 minute sandwich well uh you know if i if it you know if if it yeah great well listen it put maybe put it in the fridge and but don't change the fridge uh, temperature settings because that would be um, touching the dial and you mustn't do that. See you in a bit. <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And we're back. Nope, just me. So welcome back to the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Show um, with me, your host for now, Tim Goodings, and we have a, a, an, in, interv- an interviewee uh, here to discuss a film. Uh, well, I've got very paltry notes in front of me. I'm not entirely sure. You're, I don't have your name, actually. Um, or what Doesn't matter what my name is. Int- Doesn't matter. Okay. Well, I'd like to. No, we need to. We've actually Why? put it in the title of the episode. So if you could just introduce yourself well, for the listeners. People find out. Just, just give them a bit of time. We'll come up naturally in conversation. I don't know why. It has come up in conversation because I've asked you what your name is. Well, I wasn't part of that conversation. Okay. All right. Fine. Um, Sorry. Who are well, you? Thank, thank you. You haven't introduced me? yourself to me. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm not going to tell you my name if I'm, you're not going to tell me yours. Fine. I'm Tim. I'm one of the hosts of the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Show. Andy couldn't be here. Well, what's that? Um, What's what? What's the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Show? It's a podcast about movies. That's why. Name, I mean, you must know that's podcast? why you're here. I, I don't know why I'm here. My agent just booked me this this slot, and I don't even know. So actually, I don't even well, know what, what you want me to do. Okay, so I think your agent, I assume, has booked you this to promote your film. Well, so, hopefully, otherwise they're not doing a very good job, are they? No, and not, and and in fact, they have done a good job because that's why I thought you were here. Well, you're welcome to promote your film. If you knew that's why I was here, why aren't you talking to me about my movie? Okay, what's the film about? Well, the film, Tim, is about a person, a man, maybe, played by me, maybe. I don't know. Have you seen it? Did you watch the Did you watch listen, the uh, the film they sent through? Yeah, but uh, listen. Well, then why don't you tell you, me what it's about? See, well, because I think that's the whole point of you. I could have done that without you here. The fact that you're here suggests that maybe you want to be given the opportunity right, to see, actually. See, see, the, the thing is, the thing is, I, I, I do a lot of these things, and uh, what you've just done then is told me that I don't even need to be here. And you think that no. you can have a movies podcast without any no, guests I'm talking saying... about their movies. You think you can do it all yourself. Why, why don't you act in this film? When you go back, 
and go, no, let's make this film again. Maybe I'll be in it. I'm saying Maybe not if this I... professional actor sat in front of me is able to, you know, make a good movie. Maybe I could do it better. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that if I had done what you had told me to do, which was for me to explain the film, in that case, you wouldn't need to be here. So why did you tell me to do it? Oh, you, you don't even know my name. Because you won't tell me. Explain that. Yeah, I just did. You won't tell me. <laughs> Wait, you tell me my agent contacted you to have a guest yeah, on the podcast and you don't even know my name. Andy, they contacted Andy. They didn't contact me. That's why I don't have any fucking notes about who you are. I am Johnny. Okay, great. Now we're getting somewhere. Johnny, what's your surname, Johnny? Graham. Johnny Graham. Excellent. Thank you. It's lovely to meet you, Finally Johnny. Finally got there Graham. eventually, didn't we? It's almost like I'm interviewing you. How long have you done this podcast for? What's the structure of this podcast? Does it have a beginning, middle, and end? Does it have an inciting incident? Yeah, probably okay, when I came so on. Because this you're talking podcast about... would be nothing if you didn't have a guest like me. So you're talking in, mo- in movie terms now, as though the podcast was a movie, which is an interesting concept. Movies well, no, it's are funny life, because obviously you're, and you're life is a movie, you're... and podcast is a part of life. So if a podcast doesn't follow the same constructs of life as a movie, then it's nothing. Yes, of course. And famously, your movie is based on a podcast... So I can understand why you would make that connection. Good. It's based on desert island discs. So is it, can I clarify, is it a desert island or is it a deserted island? It's one and the same. So it's a deserted desert island? Yes, exactly. It's called the deserted desert island discs. You seem very defensive. Can I ask why that might be? What do you mean I'm feeling very defensive? It's nothing to do with the reviews that we've already got for this movie. It's got nothing to do with all the interviews where I've just got really angry at all the interviewees and lost my rag and maybe got really angry at them for Look, one one second of it. But it's got nothing to do with that, actually, Tim. It's let actually me just, got, let to, me got to do with this film actually doing very well and me being a very personal per- person and that everyone seems please. to get on with me absolutely fine. And when I was uh, when I was directing this film as well please. as acting in it and writing it and I edited it, Stop. actually. And I found the deserted desert island myself, which took a long time because you this can get a desert bad. island you can get deserted island, but you can't get a deserted desert island at, at all. They don't exist. I found one. Okay. I had to build one. I built it with my bare hands. Okay, so please don't worry. We are not here to discuss the quality of the film. I'm not going to slag it off. Why not? It's I very good, want... actually, Tim. Maybe we could talk about how good it is. Excellent. Let's do that. You don't need to be defensive. This is, I feel like this is getting away from me a little bit. Uh, feel free Why don't to you take talk a breath, slower. Tim, calm down, and think about the question you want to ask me. Feel free to talk slower and to I never I speak as slow as I possibly can, actually, Tim. I've, I speak much faster than this in the movie, okay. in real life, any other time. I'm actually speaking very slowly, and it's yeah. actually hurting my lungs to do so. And also feel free to stop interrupting me every second. I will stop interrupting you every second the moment you ask me a question that's, 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 that's of any interest to me at all. Okay, were there any pranks on set? Yes. Finally. Okay, what were the pranks on set? So, it was a deserted desert, desert, desert island. Desert island, yeah. Yeah. So, it was full of deserts. Yeah. It was full of desserts. And it was deserted. And there was no one there. So, we had Ah. to fly the celebrities in on a boat. Flew them in on a boat. Yep. Yep. And uh, when they... Airlifted a boat in. Yep. (laughs) And... And when we got close to the when we got close to the shore, um, mm-hmm. we went go on guys onto the island, mm-hmm. and we weren't actually we were actually on the wrong island. How did you pick which celebrities would play themselves, and how did you pick which celebrities would pr- play each other? 
Well, I'll tell you what I did, Tim. I sat down and I wrote a script and it was very detailed. It was full of plot. It was full of uh, thoughts, feelings, oh. great scenes, really great thoughts. scenes where so you have actors can really get the their teeth into what, uh, you know, their craft and all that kind of stuff. And then I sent it yeah. around to a bunch of uh, of uh, celebrities and they, do you know what happened to them? They, 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 they all turned it down. So what we've got in this movie is the only people that would say yes to this movie. And that is not a ref- I can hear you, Tim. I can hear you thinking. It's not a reflection on the quality of this movie it's just that most of the ones we gave them to first turned it down yeah and there's not i mean who have you got in there we've got brooke hogan who's that hulk hogan's wife oh uh yeah yeah i remember now she was the one that looked like she was married someone like hulk hogan um (laughs) um yeah do go on i mean there's some faces i definitely didn't recognize you didn't uh, recognise Hulk Hogan. I didn't recognise his wife. He was in it. Yes, but I didn't realise that that was his wife. Well, the thing in is, the, Tim, I'm like, going alphabetically. So we've got Brooke Hogan. Hogan. We've got we've got Hulk Hogan. We've Hulk got Hogan. Yeah. Horace Hogan. It's his Who's nephew. That? His nephew. Actually, okay. that should have come before Hulk. Can I just check how many? people with the surname Hogan are in this film because I didn't recognise any of them apart from Hulk Hogan three and I wonder if that's just because it's all the extended family three it's just three it's just three and then we've got The Undertaker The Wrestler no just a random Undertaker from the street are you fucking insane of course The Wrestler okay my apologies Paul Bearer his manager why would we have his manager in it he's not an actor Tim okay I didn't realise that Hulk Hogan's nephew was an actor but my my bad well, you wouldn't, would you? So I was surprised to see that Rick Flair. Rick Flair, good. So I was surprised to see that there was no uh, usage of their wrestling skills in the film. Uh, for example, no choke slams, no suplexes, no pins. Can you tell uh, me one thing, Tim? Mm. Do you listen to uh, Desert Island Discs? Uh, I have done. Yes. Have you ever heard? <laughs> Of people doing suplexes on the Desert Island Disc podcast. No, I I don't think. I, mean, I, feel, I've, I, I find it really interesting that the amount of time it took you to say no, I don't think so. I I think that's the first time I haven't interrupted you, but that would have been a time when I was absolutely justified in interrupting you because I already knew the answer. The answer is no, because there have never been any suplexes on Desert Island Disc the podcast. So why okay. would there be suplexes in Desert Island Disc the movie? Just because other more traditional actors turned it down, just because George Clooney turned it down, just because Brad Pitt turned it down. Who's the most traditional actor? That Hulk Hogan was our number one choice. Who is the most traditional actor? Have you seen Hulk Hogan's sex tape, Tim? (laughs) (laughs) That is some of the best arse acting I have ever seen in my life. Tell me a better arse actor. Is that how. Did he send that in as his reel? Yeah, that's how that's how so I knew. I'm not gonna. Out. I'm not gonna. I mean, he refused to do a um, audition, and I refused to did do he, an audition. Sorry, did so he there was send no audition. You that video, and say, but I asked him for. Out. Yeah, I asked him for an example of his acting. Yeah, and he sent me his sex tape. Okay, and and he said, "I've got a big part," and then you got confused and thought that he meant role instead of. Well, he's got a big part, front and back. So that means from whatever angle you're shooting at him, you've got you've got some great acting on 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 screen. Yeah, and it, and you know what, there was some serious emotional scenes in there, like when he has to shoot his dog. Um, 
when he ha- and he obviously plays his favorite album over the top, which I believe is Bloodhound Gang. Um, I mean, that was a very uh, emotional scene because obviously um, shooting a dog is never uh, particularly, you know, it's not a nice scene. Every, you know, whenever a dog dies uh, in the movie, it's, it's a bit tropey in that way. But that's why we didn't um, shoot his actual dog and we actually shot the wrestler, the dog. And because we didn't want it to be cliche. So I feel like we've got the same weight of emotion in there, but we don't actually have the same, uh, mm. you know, cliche. Yeah, and it's not just emotion porn. You know, it's not just like a dog's purpose. Well, I think Hulk Hogan's been in enough porn, if you ask me. Okay, so um, you obviously couldn't get the rights to any of the songs mentioned in the film. And there was a couple of occasions when it's... I mean, having heard your voice now, it sounded like you re-recorded some classics um, that they would have chosen as their favourite songs and played those over in the background. Mm. Uh, Is that just a budgetary restriction? Or did you feel that you gave something to those songs? Well, I think the thing is, Tim, when you're a filmmaker like me that wants to direct a film, you want to write a film, you want to edit a film, you want to find the deserted desert, 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 desert island, and you, I, I, I did all the props, I, I built the boat that they sailed in on, uh, I dealt with all the regulatories you of built filming in a, in a thing. And I feel like the only mistake I've made so far in this film is actually uh, when I said that Brooke Hogan was Hulk Hogan's wife. She's actually his daughter. But that doesn't really matter <laughs> in, this, in this case. <laughs> because they're all family, Tim. And and that's all that matters. But what was the question? What is the actual... I, I couldn't follow a proper narrative of this film. I just said, you said 20 minutes in is when the script ran out. Yeah. Uh, because you got all of the actors to speak so quickly. And it was me that spoke too quickly. Okay. And and that you had enough lines that that meant that the rest of the film was just, just cut down to 20 minutes. Well, pretty much. The the thing was, what, what I'd written is the script, because obviously I played Kirsty Young in the movie. So I've given myself all the, mm. the interview questions. And what I wanted, I wanted a sense of realism. Did so. you offer her the role, by the way? Why would I offer her the role? She's not an actress. No, good point. Carry on. So this was my first first film. I'd never been acting before, but I I thought I'd write it. Mm-hmm. And I wrote my all my That's questions, and I, I wrote the questions. I go yeah. like, what do you like about this this song? What do you like? What, what do you like? What do you think about Beyond Desert oh, Island? All these so all these cool, kind of yeah. questions. I written all these down, and then I was hoping that they, I could get the actors to maybe improvise their answers, so it feel more like a normal interview. But the problem is because they're wrestlers, and because they're confused about why they're there, because I didn't tell mm. them this was a film, they're just kind mm-hmm. of sat there <laughs> and just just they look at me blankly. So I'd got through the script within. 20 minutes because I speak very very fast I do acknowledge that I absolutely acknowledge that and they don't speak at all so the movie is basically we've had to cut in interviews from people that have actually been on Desert Island Discs and kind of play them over the top as we kind of shoot um, Hulk right. Hogan but not Horace there. Hogan Nick Hogan all the Hogans Paul Hogan so you've had to cut in interviews from people celebrities that are not them on the actual Desert Island Discs podcast and played that over there. Did they try to lip sync or did you just get footage of them talking about something? Well, we just spend most of our budgets on CGI to CGI their mouths to make it look like they're uh, lip syncing. So we've got Hulk Hogan okay. um, and then Sort of like a, when is... you have a baby in a movie trying to talk and you make his mouth move. Like exactly, yes. But we didn't, we didn't really have much of a CGI budget. So what I did was I kind of made a green screen and then put green paper around my face uh, and just left my mouth uncovered and then superimposed that onto their mouth. So all the mouths in it are mine. His mouth is mine 
Um, <laughs> what we're seeing is Hulk Hogan, but the voice we're hearing is actually Niall Rogers from Chic. That's a strange <laughs> juxtaposition. But I think that adds to the surrealism of this movie, and it allowed me to explore different themes like this. Did they? Did the interviewees from the actual podcast get any royalties? Did they know that they're in the film at all, that they're answers? I don't know, Tim, did they? Okay, I see what you've done. You've turned it back on me. Classic. Brody getting into the Kirsty Young role there where you were trying to interview me again, which is not... Well, maybe not we should talk about the performances here. a bit more. Have you ever thought about the uh, juxtaposition between uh, Brooke Hogan with my mouth and the voice of Kelsey Grammer? Have I ever thought about that just juxtaposition? You ever thought about Horace Hogan with my mouth and the voice of the actor Ruth Jones? Ruth Jones from Gavin and Stacey. Absolutely. Have I thought... Hmm, these are all great questions. Have I thought about very specific all right, picture this. We've combinations got, we've got of the undertaker in the interview chair. Okay, another great one. He's yep. speaking with my mouth. Yeah. But he's got the voice of John McEnroe. Okay. Uh, Have you thought about that? What are you asking me? Have I thought about Have that? Have you thought about it? I mean, you you saying it is making me think about it, but this is the first time. Linda Hogan. Yeah. My mouth. Yeah. Ed Sheeran's voice. Ed Sheeran's voice. Excellent. Okay. And See, the thing any is, more Tim, of I'm these? Getting a, I'm getting a sense that you're, uh, you're sceptical about the quality of this movie again, Tim. And I believe we talked about this earlier and I did express... I'm not sure uh, how that adds to this. a narrative, I think, is my I issue. Know, I don't know how just these... The narrative. I mean, Niall Rogers, John McEnroe, Ed Sheeran, and Ruth Jones uh, all being interviewed separately from recordings, you know, up to 10 years ago, maybe. Well, let's try again then. Ric Flair. (laughs) My mouth. Voice of June Brown. Dot Cotton from EastEnders. Dot Cotton, right. What are you telling me? Right, one more time. One more time. Yep. One more. Yeah. Maybe you'll get it this time. Okay. Picture this. Okay. I'm interviewing. I'm Kirsty Young, remember? Remember that? I'm Kirsty Young. Oh, sorry. Remember? Sorry. I'm Kirsty Young. Yeah. Are you doing... How are you playing... Like, are you dressed up like her or... Of course I am. Otherwise you won't believe yeah. I'm Kirsty Young. And who's doing the voice? I'm doing the voice. Okay, great. But from an interview... No, I'm doing the actual voice there because I, I can do it because I'm an actor. It's just the wrestlers, are, you know, they're not so good. Okay, but did you CGI your own mouth anyway? Of course I did. In case yeah, I messed yeah, it up, yeah. then at least we wouldn't yeah. have to worry about that. So picture yeah. this. Yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay, I mean, I think you've mispronounced it slightly, but yeah. Picture it. Okay. You picturing it? Dwayne apostrophe, The Rock apostrophe you Johnson, it. yeah. My mouth. Yeah. Wait for it. Yeah. I'm still I picturing Dwayne Johnson you with your mouth. Letting yeah. the picture go from your mind. I don't like it. Okay. It's a bad picture, is it? Okay, picture this. Dwayne The Rock was, Johnson. Okay. My mouth. Was he in the film? Yes. Okay, great. I told you I got all wrestlers in to be the actors. I know, but I didn't remember him being in it. I think maybe just when it's got when he's got your mouth on, he's less recognisable. <laughs> How so? I think well, we I didn't actually, realize it was in the film. Well, and both yeah, actors, he clearly so is. we both can. I, I don't see why you think that our mouths would be different. I'm saying I didn't notice he was in the film, so that's the only voice of Warwick Davis. I didn't realize. <laughs> okay, and is he specifically talking about the struggles of being quite a small person? And that's 
And that's coming out of the mouth of one of the biggest men in the world. It's coming out of my mouth. Oh, of course. But his face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, and have you have you written separate lines as Kirsty Young? Or are you just speaking what she actually said in the interview? Well, there's a bit of both. Obviously, I'm a very big fan <laughs> of Desire and Dis. Because uh, yeah. otherwise I wouldn't have taken this part. I wouldn't have written it. I wouldn't have uh, directed it. I wouldn't have built the entire boat and paid myself the entire budget to, to do so. So... Mm. Obviously, I'm a big fan of it. I know how she speaks. I know know how she talks. I know the kind of questions. And she's all like, hello, what's your favorite band? And, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's very simple mm. dialect, very simple. And why would you like it's that song? Much, like that kind of thing. So it's yeah. very straightforward. It's, it's very much very... down to your character to tie in, to tie together the interviews, uh, to give it a narrative. And you don't do that very well, do you? In what way don't don't I do that that well? Well, I I didn't get a sense that any of the I mean, obviously I know their interviews taken from these uh, actors' actual interviews, and so there's no reason they should link up. But the character of Kirsty Young would be the one to actually link them up, since you are writing those words, and they do not they do not relate to each other at all at any point. Well, in I, the I, film. I feel this is this is this is, is it reminds it's, like, it's like the, that this, Jim I, I feel film. like you've got the completely wrong end of the stick here. At the beginning okay. of the film I'm talking to Hulk Hogan with the mouth of me with Nile Rogers yeah. uh voice and Nile Rogers is telling me about the time that he had three triple heart bypasses and it, it was very very sad. And then we get to the um I haven't told you about this one yet, but we have Ronda Rousey sat there in the interview oh, okay. chair. Yeah. We got my so mouth. Not a wrestler, but well, she is. Well, she's a, she's a, um, a mixed martial art fighter. She did. She was a mixed martial art fighter. She was in the UFC, and then she switched and she went into uh, into wrestling. She's now in the WWE. So I'd I, my mistake. I'd ask you to do your Please. research. If if you'd listened to a Desert Island Proceed. disc, actually, no, she hasn't done one. <laughs> it's not her doing the actual interview. No, but, she's, but if she was on film. if she was on Desert Island discs, then you would have listened to it and you would know. So maybe think about that next time you decide to bring that up. That's a strange. Ronda Rousey's sitting there. Cause and effect. I wouldn't necessarily listen to it if she was on it, but okay. Ronda Rousey's sitting there. Yeah. And then you've got my mouth. Yeah. Voice of Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks is talking about yep. his diabetes. Oh, so it is mostly health complaints. It's not a story about Kirsty Young. I might be holding it together, oh. but I'm holding it together as the interviewee, but we're talking about these different people's health concerns. Right, and so I, can, can I just clarify? So it is, it is, it is about, like, dessert-based issues. It's desert, desert, desert island discs. Desert, where, desert island discs. Where if you eat too much, you might get heart problems. If you eat too much sugar, you get diabetes. Exactly. That sort of, okay? Do you want to hear about the t- twist, Tim? Yeah, of course. Are you sure I mean, you want to hear I've about the twist? Because you don't but... sound like you want to hear about the tip. Well, I've seen the film. It's not as exciting for me, but maybe the audience wants to hear well, it. Well, let me tell you about the twist. Picture yes, this. Yes, sorry. Okay. Okay. We've got Owen Hart. Mm. No, he's dead. Jesse Ventura. Picture this. Yep. Must have, must have got Owen Hart mixed up with someone else. Or well, someone claimed to be Owen Hart to be in the movie. But he's, Who's he's dead. Hart? So I'm going to cut him. Oh, no, you're right. It was Bret Hart. Picture this. Bret Hart. Okay. The Hitman. Bret the Hitman Hart. Yeah. Shit, you just reminded me. I forgot to put the Hitman in the credits. I have to go back. Yeah. My Mouth. Yeah. Keith Richards' voice. Okay, I thought it was going to be Owen Hart's voice for a second. (laughs) 
Keith Richards' voice. And what's his main health complaint? Just age. Well, exactly, right? How is he still he's alive? Eaten. He's just eaten for so long. But how is he still old. alive? And that's yeah, the ultimate to moral of the story, is that no matter how many cake you eat, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes people just don't die. Even if, you, in the case of Keith Richards, you clearly desperately want to. Exactly. All right, picture this. Yes. China. The wrestler, the... the Ninth wonder of the world. She's also yeah. she's also dead, but we filmed. Uh, Is she? We used footage. Yeah, we used footage from her audition in 2016. All right, so we got I'm China. A tragic blow. Yeah, I remember China. My mouth. Yep. The ultimate warrior's voice. Mixed it up. So you think the film's the going runway? You think it's it's a wrestler with my mouth and an actor or a celebrity's voice? But it's actually a wrestler with my mouth and another wrestler. Now, Jesse Ventura, ha- my mouth, oh. Dame Judy Gench. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's any number of combinations that you can do, I suppose. But it shows the variety of the film. Okay, and and how does it end? How does the narrative resolve? So, the end. You've got Keith Richards mm. there, and you're like, he's still alive. He can't die. What's, no uh, matter how many what's Dame eat. Judy Dench's main complaint with food? She can't see anymore. She struggles to and read her lines because she can't see, and she that's because uh, eyes are full of sugar. Can't, yeah, can't find the can't food. Can't find the food. Yeah, okay. And eats wrong. Eats things that aren't food, maybe. Yeah, like scripts. So how does it, how does it end? Okay, this is how it ends. Yeah, I'm Kirsty Young. Uh, yep. Yeah. I'm interviewing. Bret Hart. The Hitman. The Hitman Hart. Yep. It's Owen Hart's mouth. Wait, it's not your mouth? It's not my mouth. Oh, fuck. Okay. Owen That's Hart's mouth. How did you get Owen Hart's dead mouth? So we, t- we, we took some uh, footage from his <laughs> last wrestling match. Specifically the last one. That seems yeah, more. so it's mostly just him shouting, really. But you can't hear okay, his voice great. because his voice is my voice. Uh, you as Kirsty Young or me, you as Johnny Graham? Me as Johnny Graham. Right. And are you just saying to people as the, right, the writer of the film, this is the end of the film now? Exactly. I just go, this is it. It's done. Get out of here. Fuck off. <laughs> Movie's over. This is not from a fucking Desert Island Discs interview. Exactly. And it's actually a very high concept art piece where I'm telling people that I'm in charge. I tell you when it's done. Sort of like Deadpool. Sort of like Deadpool, really. Well, I'm saying cake doesn't tell you when you die. I do because I'm in charge. Like Deadpool. No matter how many cake you eat, I tell you when you die. Because Deadpool Deadpool will tell you when you die and he also will talk to the audience. You know what he doesn't do, though? Doesn't eat any fucking cake. Wrestle? Oh, okay. He could wrestle, though, couldn't he? He'd, I bet he'd make that funny. Well, it depends how many cake he eat. Break the kayfabe, wouldn't he? Yeah. Cake, kayfabe. Right, so you're going you're gonna to promote my movie now? I have you got enough it. information, Tim? Have you got enough information? Is, is you I've told you it. literally what? every single person that's out there, have you got enough information now? Ruin the entire film for everyone. Oh, you've said too much of it. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? 
You've done this every time for every interview. Yeah. And now no one wants to say it because right. they're like, well, we know. I've managed to hold okay. one back. So so basically, you- I've, I've spoiled this whole thing to everyone. And this is it. It's because people like you get me all riled up and then I have to tell them what the is movie's that, about. Try to make people, people come like see me. it, spoil it. But I've, I've held one back and you're not, you're not getting it. Okay. I guess that's it then. Uh, thank you for, for coming on, Johnny Graham. Uh, and talking about your film. See you again sometime, maybe. Sure. I mean, if you manage to adapt another podcast. Desert, Desert Island movie. Discs 2. Hopefully next time Andy will be back for the interview and uh, maybe he's finished his ham sandwich by now. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I was addressing the, the listener. Yeah, whatever. Really. Uh, okay. Don't talk to me, fine. Yes. Get out there. Yes, I am. Bye. All right. D- th- okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> So we've, uh, <clears throat> Johnny, we've stopped recording now, so you can just tell me what the post credit scene is, if you want. Are you absolutely sure you've stopped recording? Yes. Hold on, one second. That's me clicking All right. on the stop recording button. Okay, picture this. And this is what got us our 18 rating. <laughs> yeah. I'm Kirsty Young. Go on, tell me about, about the music and... Yeah. I'm interviewing on screen the corpse of Andre the Giant. However, you can't see his head because he's too big. Even when he's dead, he's still too big. Can't see his head. He's still big. So he's still the same height when he's dead. So the camera pans up, and you're like, "What are we gonna see?" Pans up very slowly. And do you know what you see? Is it your mouth? My mouth. Yeah. But you'll never guess whose voice it is. Okay. Jimmy Wales. And do you know what he's saying? What? No, what's his what's he saying? He's saying There's a lot of work going on here behind the scenes at Wikipedia. We need just ten pounds. <laughs> if if every user of Wikipedia gave us ten pounds Then we'd have enough money to start our own Wikipedia podcast. He funded the whole oh, thing. So wait, he funded the whole thing. Funded movie. the whole thing. Oh, well, um, I mean, that makes sense. He's got to make some money. He can't keep up with his fucking ads all the time. That's it. All right, that's nice. Is it? Yeah, I like that. Thanks, bye. <laughs>
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.